If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. I can't believe today was a good day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Today was a good day. Today was a, This whole weekend's been a good day. Fuck yeah. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everybody. Welcome to Frank and Beans. I'm Beth. I'm Brian. And we are coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas right. this weekend. This is weird. We're recording in a hotel. Oh, wait. We're coming to you live from the finger quotes <laughs> quality in at Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> yes. At best. Oh, uh, and we say finger quotes. Well, we checked in, and <laughs> they told us, uh, hey, there's no cable. The, the cable does not work, so there is zero TV. Cable's out. Elevator. Elevator. Doesn't work. Good thing neither one of you are in wheelchairs. <laughs> right. Um, uh, I can't locate fucking coffee in this oh, hotel at all. No, and bonus points for the kitchen being closed. Mm. So the only breakfast available was either a Fruit Loops vending machine thing that <laughs> is probably about 100 years old mm-hmm. with no milk to put in it Dry cereal. or a tray full of mini white powder donuts I had to ask for. Which they called, which they called pastries. <laughs> they called pastries. <laughs> oh. So we are living large here. In right. <laughs> what did you find in your bed? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so to any listeners who have listened before, there was a time where I found a condom in a bed that I did not use. Was it a condom or a condom? No, I'm saying previously. I was like backstorying it because the reason well, no, it's I even know, funnier. The reason it's even funnier is because- I thought it was just the wrapper. Oh, I, you know what? I don't remember if okay. it was. It was, I, it was a wrapper for sure. I don't know if it was used or not. I think it was. I think yeah, it was an open wrapper. Probably. So anyway, <laughs> uh, last night I go to shimmy my little merry ass into bed and what do I find? <laughs> to what do my wondering eyes do appear? Mm. But a blunt wrapper <laughs> with one still inside of it. Yeah. Like most hotels leave a mint on a pillow, but they do <laughs> things differently here. Right. Both of our uh, smoke detectors are covered <laughs> in a trash bag. <laughs> this is the whoosh, whoosh, quality. Whoosh, 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 quality. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Um, but anyway. uh was I going to say, oh, yeah, so it is. it has been the best friendcation ever, though, because mm-hmm. we've had a lot of fun, and um, it has been brought to our attention by our new friends, mm-hmm. Episodics of the Blowhole podcast, uh, who we saw last night yeah. with Zach Slusher and a charity blood. show. They did a mashup live podcast. But uh, when we met our new friends, they brought it to our attention that we should make it clear at the beginning of our episodes that we... Our best guy, girl, and friends. Right. And that is it. We are not dating. We don't fuck. <laughs> we, no fucking's going on We don't on fuck. Here. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we went through that on our first episode, but I really think that not everybody goes back to the beginning and listens. Right. They just kind of catch, jump in wherever they, wherever they found out about the podcast. Right. So, not everybody knows that. Exactly. So, we thought that, you know, the best friendcation ever would be a way to tell you that. It was a good lead-in because I do love my segues, you know? Right, absolutely. <laughs> so the whole reason we're in Little Rock this weekend is, well, it, well, it was A for the charity show, but also uh, tonight I am doing the You Look Like show, which is a roast battle sort of thing mm-hmm. with our good friend Jay Jackson. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're excited for that. 
But one of my other favorite people is also here in Little Rock, and he is going to be our special guest later on. Yeah. For today's topic, which is, oh, wait, recap. Last episode, we talked about being happy alone, which was a lot of fun. So if you didn't catch that one, go back and listen about yeah. how I, I like that episode. And there was a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, actually, and more than is, one person said that they really loved that episode. Yeah, and there, there's a lot of good stuff, uh, a lot of good tips for people who are alone or who like to be alone. Yeah, just how to live your life happily alone. Yeah. So, um, but today's topic, um, for which we have a very special guest coming in shortly, uh, is uh, dating with a disability. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about both um, dating someone with a disability, if you're able-bodied, and then also um, tips for people who have a disability and dating. So, um, interestingly enough, I do have experience in this arena. I actually dated uh, a gentleman for about a year and a half who was deaf. Yeah? Completely deaf. Yeah. I bet you love that. (laughs) Or I bet he loved that. He probably did love that. <laughs> it's probably the only reason he loved me oh. is because he did not have to hear my bullshit on a daily oh. basis. Um, but it really was, you know, it did present some interesting challenges to the relationship. Um, not in the traditional sense, though, you know, because okay. so we were uh, we were good friends before we started dating. Uh, his best friend and my best friend got married so we kind of started dating because, um, I mean, obviously I liked him as a person, but it it was it was sort of convenient to be like four best friends. You sure, know? yeah. And um, so everything about life in general was very normal, mm-hmm. except little things like you just have to, you know, I would have to think about, you can't just, you know, talk in a room. Sure. You would have to wait until he could look at you. And then you could say something. Right. Okay. You know, um, and then same thing back, you know, um, would just be, I don't know. It was just, it it was, it didn't, it didn't really have anything to do with the relationship itself though. Uh It was just more general communication like you would with any other person. So the parts that made, you know, living different were not effective of the relationship at all. Makes sense, um, except sex that was the one thing that so weirdly like i am a very auditory like I, i'm stimulated aud- yeah, audibly for sure and he did not say anything during sex at all so that was a little weird for mm, me but yeah. other than that you know i think he just wasn't used to hearing anything during sex so he just didn't think Right. About that part of it. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, but other than that, you know, it was, it it was very normal. And in fact, probably like you said, probably more peaceful, arguably than a lot of relationships that I've had because he didn't have to hear half of my bullshit, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, so that was kind of my, you know, personal frame of reference. Um, I've never dated anybody with a disability. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, but I, I mean, I could see exactly what you're saying. I'm sorry, I'm, something on the ceiling caught my eye. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, is it moving? Oh, no. Oh. No, I don't think it is. I think it's just a bad paint job. <laughs> this place is horrible. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I, I, I've never dated anybody with a disability. I don't know if I've even had the opportunity to. So it's not like I'm I'm keeping it at a distance. You right. know, It's not like I'm against that or, or weary of it. But 
you just haven't uh, encountered anybody right. yeah. in your life, you know, probably. But weirdly enough, it's funny that you say that because you have dated a lot of women or gone on dates with a lot of women. But they say that one in five people in America has a disability uh-huh. and more than half consider it severe. Okay. So it's interesting that you haven't ever. Right. Like for me, one person makes sense. I mean, you know, because I've probably had, uh, well, I mean, I've had more than 10 boyfriends, but, Mm -hmm. you know, like it it makes sense that I would have at least one person in my life that I dated seriously. Yeah. You know, actually, I would say serious, serious relationships, probably five. So he was one in five. So that's okay. That's interesting. That is. I don't think I've had five serious relationships. So really? Maybe I'll get there. Okay. Maybe I'll get me a girl who can't uh, hear me either. Yeah, maybe that would be good. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Definitely hearing you snore would be advantageous. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then she could hear all the terrible things I say on the podcast. Oh, yeah. That would also be good. Yeah. I hope they don't That's close caption this anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... Um, we did, of course, look, uh, turn to our friend, the internet mm-hmm. to, uh, look up some of the, some of the things that, um, you know, that we can offer to you, the audience as useful information. Um, we did find an article that, uh, was advice from people with a disability to able-bodied suitors. So this is kind of tips for if you are interested in dating somebody that has a disability, um, this would be, you know, things that they would like you to know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay. So they share what dating with a disability is actually like, um, you know, in a world built for able-bodied people, disabled people face countless barriers in their everyday lives and dating can be even more challenging, uh, for them than it is for, you know, able-bodied people, uh, spending, you know, the, for the, for instance, this one woman shares that, uh, you know, spending every first date explaining how she ended up in a wheelchair um, or the man who receives pitying glances as he gives his date a rose, you know, but many able-bodied daters uh, may not know how to approach someone with a disability or what to avoid asking uh, a disabled person, how to ask a disabled person out even. Um, So uh, the number one thing they say is don't assume you're superior to us because frankly, you're not. Mm, dot 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 at all which is really cool you know it's like i think that's one of the things that you think of is like you shouldn't pity anybody that has a disability no it's just different and they kind of said in a way we sort of all have a disability in some way okay you know and just because somebody has a physical disability like i'm really annoying and difficult to deal with and that's more of a disability <laughs> as more of a barrier to dating than being in a wheelchair sure, you know what okay. i mean so you know this makes I sense i do know what you mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck you bro uh. <laughs> so you know um basically they're just kind of saying you know just cuz someone's uh disability is visible doesn't mean that I almost think an invisible disability in that sense is more dangerous, you know, yeah. more difficult to deal with because you don't know what you're dealing with. Yeah. That makes sense. So, um, yeah. So, you know, the, they, they struggle with a sense of inferiority sometimes mm-hmm. because people put them in that position because they will naturally pity someone in that situation. Okay. So I think the idea is, you know, don't pity someone in that situation. They're just like everybody else, Mm -hmm. you know? 
Um, I think we actually talked about that a little bit one time when I forget what episode it was, but we were talking about how, you know, like you should not, you're not supposed to like say someone in a wheelchair is um, walking out the door next to you at Walmart. Like you shouldn't hold the door open for them. Right. Because you shouldn't assume that they need the door held open for them. Sure. What was that episode? I, I forget. I forget. But you said it greatly where you were like, I just am doing it to be polite and I would do it for anybody. Right. I Maybe so. it was first dates because I remember that being like a. Uh, yeah, a, a thing, thing where, where women are like, oh, I can hold my own door. And it's like, I know you can. Yeah. And then, you know, another point they make, you know, dating men with mobility impairments makes having physical contact a challenge uh, with a wheelchair or two coming in between our physical bodies and separating us in physical distance. Cuddling and holding hands while watching a movie or riding the bus are impossible. Sure. Um when I date someone, touch and affection are very important to me, and these barriers make that nearly impossible. I have, however, dated men with other disabilities like mental illness and chromosomal defects. So, okay. So, you know, again, like there are barriers to every relationship. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's there's always going to be something there. Um, if you reject someone just because of their disability, you could be rejecting the next uh, Beethoven who was deaf and made such be- beautiful music that we still play it today. Yeah. And that's really cool. That's a really thing to think about. Or Prince, who had epilepsy and was the sexiest man ever to live. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. How many times has Prince come up on our episodes? Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This is a great example, too. Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm. Peter Dinklage could get it, okay? <laughs> yeah. Honestly. I mean, he's one of the most brilliant actors, and he's kind of fucking sexy. I, I could see that, yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I, I would put a um, little person. Am I being PC with that? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I would put a little person on my bucket list. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're hot. Yeah. Have you ever seen Little Women? It's like Little Women of LA or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's a reality show. Oh, yeah. Oh, they are fine. Mm-hmm. Go, girl. Yeah. I don't know if that makes me weird or not. but No. <laughs> okay. Not at all. They're super fine. I agree. Yeah, so get it, girl. Um, okay. Another thing that they say, the number two, was uh, at least 90% of my relationship problems have had nothing to do with disability. So that makes sense. It's kind of, I think I touched on that earlier where, yeah. you know, where I was talking about dating a deaf person. Like, none of the problems our relationship had anything to do with him being deaf. It was just normal relationship problems. It was just normal relationship yeah. problems, yeah. So, you know, I think that's something to keep into consideration where it's like, it's not going to come in between the two of you. Right. What's going to come in between the two of you, if it does, is normal everyday shit. Mm-hmm. So it's irrelevant, really, if you think about it. Um. Uh, oh, okay. So number three, disabled people should be acknowledged as viable partners and people capable of relationships. It seems kind of simple to say that, but truly, yeah, you know, they're just like everybody else. Just yeah. think of them like just like everybody else. Sure. Yeah, you know? I can see that. And yeah, I think it's kind of simple. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of what else I had to say here. Um, yeah, I think it's like the reactions, you know that sometimes people give off and I'm sure they're particularly sensitive to looks people give or, you know, like let's say you, you go out on a Tinder date. Oh, okay. And this is, this is probably a really stupid example, but it's actually a good example of you thinking about it. 
There was an episode of Saved by the Bell mm-hmm. where Zach is uh, working at a call center and he sees this girl that's also working there. It was like the teen suicide hotline or something. Right. And he sees this girl and she's cute and he's like, oh, yeah, you're really cute. Let's go out sometime. And then he meets her at the max for a date. And then uh, he goes to give her a hug when they meet up and she like rolls her wheelchair out. Right. And he was like all super shocked right away. And. You yeah. know, and it was kind of, you know, it's it was it's actually weirdly a really good example of how to just, you know, how she's like, hey, I'm just like everybody else. Like, sure. don't be shocked by it. You know, it's just it is what it is. Right. So. So, yeah, um, let's see what else. Uh, be open to learning what you don't know. And uh, I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I definitely like that a lot. That's what this so. whole podcast is about. Right. Listen, be open to learning what you don't know. Make sure the place you want to go to is accessible before asking somebody out. Relationships are complicated enough and there is no need to make matters worse by showing up to a place with five flights of stairs or the quality in who doesn't have an elevator (laughs) (laughs) or flashing lights for someone who has revealed that you have that they have seizures. Okay. So I think I think what they're saying is just be cognizant of where you're taking somebody if they do have a disability, which is true for anybody, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of, it seems like common sense, but I, I, I might forget about something like that. Right. You know? Yeah. Or, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a really good idea. I mean, and that's true for anybody, really. You know, like uh, if somebody has a fish allergy, don't take them out for sushi, you right. know? Or, you know, it's, so it's like similarly, yeah, if someone has epilepsy, don't go to a club with strobe lights. Like, you know, it's, yeah, it makes sense. So, yeah, it's a it's it's a good tip. Um, and it just says, you know, come into all relationships with an open mind and, you know, mm-hmm. be be open to learning about different things like that. Uh, and then number five, what they said is my wheelchair is literally no different from a pair of eyeglasses, which is true. So yeah. they're like, you know, it's a kind, kind of going back to the whole like everyone sort of has a disability thing. So, you know. They know how to manage their life that way, mm-hmm. especially by the time they're a dating adult. So much like having to put my contacts in and out, which, by the way, one of them is driving me crazy right now. <laughs> but, yeah, they know how to, to manage it. It's not going to be any kind of a burden on you. Right. That, and that's a really good point because you don't have to put yourself uh, into any type of situation to where it's like, oh, I need to now take care of this person. No, they've been doing it their whole entire lives. They're fine without you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So then we got another article that is written by a disabled person for disabled people. And actually, are... we want to give him a shout out. Absolutely. His, his name is uh, Amin Lakani, the the dating coach on wheels. Yeah, it's really good. So this article is five dip, five tips <laughs> for dating with a disability. He says, I used to think that dating with a disability shouldn't be any different because... I don't want to be different. That's a good point that, you know, I mean, definitely a lot of people that are that have a disability didn't ask for it, don't want it. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. He said, you know, I felt different my entire life and I don't want to keep feeling that way, which sure. you shouldn't, you know. Yeah. He says, my friends don't see me as any different. They don't talk about my disability. They just see me for me. Um, why can't someone else do the same, especially the person who is supposed to love me for who I am on the inside? That's sweet. I mean, really, penis size is all that matters anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, gives, he gives five tips. 
And the first one is joke about your disability immediately, which is kind of, I mean, I... Yeah, I would say that that's definitely, uh, that would, for me, that would be a great lead in. Okay. Like that would take the, it would ease the, you know, uh, the discomfort, I guess, you know. You address the elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And if you do it in a funny way, that is, um, that is the quickest way to my heart. Sure. So. So he says, um, human beings are intensely curious creatures and we are very skilled at noticing differences. Here's the thing that I, I. There was another podcast that I listened to, and it was not necessarily for disabilities, but why do we stare? Why do we stare at things? I don't know. So the thing is, our brain is so used to processing, this is a person. They're standing on two legs. They have two two arms. So when we see something that is different from that, it takes our brain longer oh, to process what is going on. Okay. So, I mean, it's not that people are being dicks and they're just staring at something that's weird. It's more like a reflex. Right. Our brains, are, you, you know, we see the same shit every single day and our brain doesn't have to process it. So when we yeah. see something that's that's a little different, it takes our brain longer to process. Huh. Yeah. That's very interesting. So, yeah, that's a little side note there. Really? Yeah. Um, your differences make everyone curious. They are wondering which condition you have, whether or not you need help with something, and even how to use the bathroom, but people know that they're not supposed to talk about that. Ah, yeah, yeah, I nailed it. Uh I mean... And he says, uh, which makes them uncomfortable, because when they speak with you, everything they say must go through a filter. And coming (laughs) from myself, who has zero filter <laughs> between my brain and my mouth. Right. That can be quite difficult yeah. and challenging. And he says, um, now this filter isn't bad. I don't want to I don't want to be seen as just a disabled person or get stopped all the time by people who are curious, but this filter will prevent you from building any sort of sexual attraction because you need to be seen as fun and playful to be sexually attractive. Totally true. Yeah. And yeah. and that won't happen if the person you're speaking with feels that they need to be overly cautious about what they say. Right. You don't want to have to like whip your hair sexy every time you meet a lady just to distract from your wheelchair. Right. Fair. <laughs> yeah. be- I'm being goofy. I'm but trying you my know. hardest not to be- <laughs> trying my hardest not to say fair enough. Uh, oh yeah, which you just did. So No, drink. I said well, uh, I'll drink my monster. I still have a headache from last night. Also, we forgot that Arkansas doesn't sell alcohol. Mm, Yeah, we had a little bummer. We fucked up. (laughs) But last night, last night we were at the show. And I said, fair enough. And Beth said, drink. And someone, who was that? And he said, he oh, was like, it, it was, I think it was Tyler from <laughs> Epizetics of the Blowhole. And he, says, and, he, and he was, do you guys just have a drinking game of life? And we're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we really do. We really do. We turned the Frankie Beans drinking game into just every day we do it now. Mm-hmm. So sorry. But it's pretty Squirrel. funny. <laughs> um, so the article also says, uh, so if you can show someone that you're okay with your disability, then they are more likely to be okay with it. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the best way to do that is through humor. You know, honestly, if you can... Oh, I love this example that he says. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he said, you know, I, I can say something as simple like, hi, my name is Amen, but I also respond to that handsome guy on wheels, you know, immediately sure. puts people at ease. And like, and then it, it helps them know that you're immediately flirting with them. And mm-hmm. it's like, that is fucking cute as shit. Like, yeah. It, Amin could get it, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, he's a good-looking guy. I'm just saying, yeah. Especially if he came up with some game like that to me. Hell yeah. So Of course, yeah. 
So number two uh, is be sexy. Yes, people with disabilities can be sexy. Case in point, me is wait, what he says. <laughs> wait till you guys see a picture of our special guest. I'm, 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 he is a sexy little guy. I'm disappointed that this is a, a <laughs> podcast because you can't see him. But we'll put it on a Facebook. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I love that he says, "Would I trade in my body for that of an underwear model?" Absolutely. But so would I. But wouldn't I? <laughs> right. I would too. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so, but given that that's not an option, I do the best with what I have. I eat healthy, I exercise. He's already doing better than me in life. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. So just, that is the way to be sexy, whether you have a disability or not. Right. Which we don't do. So are we not, we're not sexy. (laughs) Again, back to the podcast. damn it. (laughs) Face for radios. Yeah. Body for a body for body for a podcast. <laughs> we got that podcast. <laughs> the bo- the podcast the the podcast. Is that what you said? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Anyway, number three. <laughs> be very clear about your intentions. Mm-hmm. People want to be very nice to people with disabilities, as I'm sure you know, and hopefully take advantage of. Wink. This guy is so I, cute. I know. He keeps kicking this game at me like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> Get at that DM. Um, <laughs> so they'll avoid directly rejecting your romantic advances because they don't want to crush you in your fragile little heart. I know. I find it annoying too, he says. <laughs> Honestly, I love him. But if I was in their shoes, I would do the same, which is why I recommend that you take responsibility for getting a clear answer from people that you are interested in. So yeah, just be... Really, I mean, you can do the flirty intro kind of right. stuff like he was saying, but I think what this one is saying is just, you know, be bold about saying, you know, hey, I'd like to take you out for dinner one night, you know, yeah. and then that way. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's your intentions are clear. Good advice for anyone. Uh, number four is be extra cautious. Is this the one? This is the one that's kind of like, oh, okay. Um, Oh, yeah, I was still a little sad by the end. Yeah, of so he says, uh, go ahead, roll your eyes at me like you do to your parents when they talk about being careful. I usually laugh at my dad when he says that. But, <laughs> but then listen up, because I don't want you to make the same mistake I did. I met a girl online, and she seemed very willing to meet up. So I picked her up, and we agreed to go straight back to my place. Um, we had sex, but there was no emotional connection, and she was not very understanding of my limitations. So it was not enjoyable. It was not at all enjoyable. And then she asked me for $75 to go further. What? What kind of disgusting, insensitive person? Right. Who is this girl? Because I will oh. come for her. All right. Like, I'm really? Prou- yeah. I'm proud of the throne that I'm build- building in hell right now. But this woman... She's going to be my supervisor there, okay? (laughs) (laughs) We have to report to this bitch. (laughs) Oh, fuck. All right. Honestly, who does that? No, he goes on to say, I thought about it because at that point, I hadn't been on a real date and I thought I might not... not, I'm sorry. Might never again have the opportunity to be intimate with a woman. But I said no because it didn't feel right. I dropped her home and remember crying to myself. I can't even read to that sleep part. At night. I cannot. 
Oh. oh god but you know what okay here's the thing this like my the story of me losing my virginity is no less sad okay sure. like very unromantic mother by danzig was playing in the background if it, <laughs> if it wasn't for fucking in a theater while the truth about cats and dogs <laughs> was playing there would be no romance to the way that i <laughs> Thankfully, that's my favorite episode where like <laughs> you're like beth what what movie was it what movie was it and i was like brian don't act like i don't know you i'm your best friend it was the truth about cats and dogs starring <laughs> janine garofalo <laughs> if it wasn't for there being a romantic comedy <laughs> on the screen there would be no romance at all it's a it's a really it's a, it was literally the least romantic thing ever and i like i first of all um his parents made him break up with me immediately. So oh. I never got to see him again after that. Oh, wow. And I went and told all my friends, uh, that was fucking awful. Save yourselves. I, I literally did it just to get it over with. Sure. And so, you know, his, his story is very similar, but it's, I guess it's like, it is him thinking, Oh, I might never have this opportunity again. Any worse than me saying like, Oh, well, might as well just get it over with. You yeah. know, it's kind of like, so, you know, again, we're really all the same at the end of the day. And, you know, he, being cautious is the, the what he's trying to tell people. With, sure. Yeah. So. But, I mean, how can he be cautious against that? I mean, you don't expect a woman to just kind of like you take a woman on a date and oh, it's going to cost you to go further. Like. And oh, first of all, <laughs> did that story not start out with they were already having sex? I thought so. To go further. What is further than that? Like fucking. Like, yeah. Hmm. I don't really a good question so I, I have a lot of questions on that one mm -hmm. but yeah so then the last uh, tip that he, he gives uh, is do something courageous uh, you have an advantage in the dating world that you may not realize anything you do to live your life to the fullest is seen by the rest of the world as incredibly courageous even True. simple yeah. even simple things like going for a <laughs> he's got Going for he a, says stroll, but he does it in the cleverest oh. way by putting the roll in parentheses. <laughs> okay. Um, and get at that DM, honey. Okay. <laughs> like going for a stroll and having a smile on your face, or more da daunting things like rolling up to a woman and saying hi. I had to roll over here and say hello because I think you're stunning. My name is. How, how do you say it? Amen. 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 Do you know Amen? what my answer to that would be? Any hole, anytime, amen, okay? Because that is spitting game like I've never heard. <laughs> and then he says, and lucky for you, courage is incredibly sexy. And he's right. Yeah, it really is. So, yeah, use that to your advantage. Right. And that's a really cool way of thinking about it, you know? Yeah. And that's, a, that's a really good article. Brian wishes I'm... people would pity fuck him. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'll take that. Yeah. I, I'll take anything. So, yeah, you know, uh, I think that that's really cool and really good advice. And I think that this guy does a great job of doing it with a sense of humor and fun. And and I, and I dig it. Well, I do, too. And I think, you know, um, he's accepted his disability and he's not letting it stop him from dating. Yeah. And, I, you know, I don't know how many people I wonder how many people it stops from from dating. Yeah. I mean, I don't really see people on Tinder or anything in a wheelchair. So I wonder if it's just like people just don't even try i don't know you know but do you know who might have something to say about that who 
our very <laughs> special guest who is here now. He is here. So we would like to welcome to the Frank and Bean studio in the quality in Little Rock, Arkansas, my comedy son and very good <laughs> friend, Mr. Zane Lovelady. Hey, guys. Yeah. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah. It's we good are to delighted see you. to have you here. I have missed you so ever since you moved away from me. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. That's my comedy mom. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's uh, it's great to see you. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about your personal experience and why you are our special guest today? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, yeah, Beth already kind of touched on it. Yeah, my name is uh, Zane Lovelady. I um, I have a progressive eye disorder, uh, and so I lose vision until I'm completely blind. Um, I have to like carry a cane around and stuff, so it uh, it becomes it's pretty apparent, you know, to yeah. most people that uh, that see me that I that I've got something going on. Um, it's definitely, it's a weird thing. I do have a girlfriend as well. Um, a very beautiful, wonderful, yeah, sweet cool. girlfriend that cool. I love yeah. so much. Yeah. Abby's pretty <laughs> awesome. I, I really, yeah, I really enjoy it. But I mean, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely something I've, I've struggled with is, um, dating, yeah. dating with a dis- I mean, it definitely is, um, which is crazy because you bit. are incredibly attractive <laughs> it's, it's not fair See, this rem- is why i hang out with beth when, when, when zane first started doing comedy we were like oh fuck you you don't get to be really good looking and really funny like god didn't give me that option i would have picked really good looking instead of funny if i had the choice but. well i mean yeah you know i mean i do all right for myself but i mean i um but it definitely it doesn't um you, I feel like I, I often feel like I'm like, I feel like I should, you know, be doing so much better. You know, like I really do. Cause people always, people always like, oh, Zane, you're so handsome. You're just, oh, you're so pretty. But like, I just really, I don't do that good with like with women. I just really, I never have like going up to like girls that like, cause they see the cane and stuff. And I feel like a lot of the thought process is like. Ooh, is this something I really want to mess with? Okay, you yeah. Know? Oh, Which interesting. is, yeah, it's interesting because we were just, it, like, I think, you know, you weren't quite at the studio yet when yeah. we were talking about this part, but I said, you know, we, uh, one of the articles we read was saying, like, you've lived with it your whole life. Right. You're managing it. Right. It's not going to be a burden on that person. Yeah. Like, you are your own person. You're living fine. It is mm-hmm. nothing that they're taking on or right. something, you right. know. And that's the reality of it. it. That that's very true. Um, like Abby. Um, God. And I wish I wish so bad that she was in town I know. because I'm, her perspective on this is like, a, a, a dating someone with a severe physical disability yeah. would just be so valuable. I feel like, but I feel like a lot of um what she like that's totally true. And that um, it definitely is so much more convenient to be in a relationship because she can. There's things that like, yeah, like I've been handling it on my own. Like I've been yeah. living in Little Rock. Abby lives long distance, too. So like yeah. the majority of the time I'm not even with her. Right. Um, but like when she is here, it, it is it is genuinely very helpful because like I, um, you know, she can help me get from place to place easier. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's there's little things that she's able to help me with that um that do kind of that do kind of bridge that gap. But I I never felt like I don't, and she's never felt like I don't think that it's um if, if she does feel like it's a burden, then that she's definitely not. Communicating <laughs> that. Yeah. But um, well, as somebody that dated a loser that didn't have a driver's license because he was just a shitty person right. and not because it wasn't his own fault, right? I can tell you that yeah. it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. You would be driving wherever you were going anyway, mm-hmm. so you right. know, like exactly. <laughs> so like, and, and like I um, and and even if like Abby wasn't here to like drive me around or you know, and whenever she right. is here, you know, I Uber everywhere, yeah. and that's also an option for whenever Abby's here, like I. 
I have no problem with like calling an Uber and like, but then there's that kind of thing too with like girls that like prior to dating Abby, you know, whenever I would go up uh, to, you know, go up and like try to, you know, make something, you know, to try to talk to girls and stuff, they would, um, uh, it's definitely, it was like, oh, like, yeah, like he's cute and stuff, but like, I would never, you know, just because really? of like, yeah. crazy, but you Why? know what, I think it's a it's, lot of, <laughs> I know. you know, that's yeah. a great question, Brian, I really, <laughs> I think it's a lot of the unknown, which is interesting because exactly. they don't know what they're signing themselves up for because right. they're ignorant mm-hmm. to what yeah. your daily life is yeah. like. Yeah. And, yeah, that's totally true. I mean, that that's definitely that's a lot of it. I mean, and I mean, it's a lot of what people don't understand about it. It's like whereas like you have like racism or like mm-hmm. things like that, you also have ableism. Absolutely, um, okay. which is which is a term that you don't hear a lot, mm-hmm. um, just because it's just not as uh, it's just not as prevalent in today's sure. society. Um, but it's just a, a certain amount of right, like you said, ignorance or um, stereotyping of like what I am capable of and what that relationship would be like. That girls are just super turned off by and that's something that i really struggle with trying to overcome is having to help trying to help someone to understand yeah. that i am an independent individual and that like, have they <laughs> seen you dance i mean because this kid can dance his fucking ass off like, like follow him on instagram the videos are amazing like it's right. really something it's right. else you know, I do okay. it's all right so it's like things like that like i'm very capable like, and I, that, yeah and that's just it is like i think people and i think people are surprised by that like i i think i've made a joke like that somewhere yeah. in the past and people have been like haha and I'm like no no I'm not kidding he really can fucking yeah. dance like a son of a bitch yeah. and they're like oh he can yeah well he can still hear and mm-hmm. move his body yeah. accordingly you exactly. know, just because he can't look in the mirror right. and see himself dance yeah. No one can see themselves dance, right, you know? Exactly. Like, you just feel exactly. what you feel like, with your body. Why wouldn't I be able to <laughs> right? dance? Right. If you're dancing and just looking at the mirror at yourself, you're doing it wrong. Right, okay? exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, and so, like, it's those, it's so, it's like those sort of things that, like, you just try to help people understand. And, and I think, and I kind of heard a little bit of what you were talking about on the on the five uh, on the five tips. I yeah, did okay you get anything from that? that. Did you? Uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting, um, what he had to say about it. Um, you know, the, um, joking with joking about your, dis- I mean, I make a living, you know, <laughs> like, oh, right. oh, yeah. like joking about my disability. And yeah. so, I mean, that's definitely an effective tool, yeah. but then also like, um, what he, uh, what he talked about, what was it? It was like, um, oh gosh, just like helping someone to like not feel like they have to have that filter all the time yeah that's something that i really struggle with like people being able to like kind of let down that guard of oh, not that sure. sensitive right. okay yeah okay i remember like case in point um one of the first open mics that we ever did together i was hosting and you were like i want to go first and i was like perfect because i have a really funny thing to say to introduce <laughs> you and i was like uh i said you can see him this weekend opening up for Kevin Farley at the Grove, but don't be offended if he doesn't see you. Welcome to the stage. <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, you can't say that. Yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. then Zane gets yeah. on stage and he goes, oh, Beth, I feel like I would be the perfect person to date you because I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that you just have to rip yeah, off each other like to. that, you, you know? To, and it's yeah. like, like doing that, like the, it made it so everybody yeah. was like, oh, it was okay Except, that yeah. she said that, you yeah. know? Cause yeah. you know, they were like, cause I can defend oh, myself. She's so like, like, yeah, right. yeah. like <laughs> we're all comedians. Like I didn't right. walk up into like doing this shit and like, you know, I had with, an- like thin skin. I had another one where I was like, uh, one of the benefits of dating Zane is that you can be sure he won't be seeing other ladies on the side. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. No, there's been so many uh, good ones over, 
over the short amount of time been doing comedy but like no it's um yeah. it is it's um it's super interesting in that like uh no it it, it really is and like uh and, and like whenever i initially meet people a lot of what they'll um we'll start talking and stuff and they'll be like they'll they'll try to steer away from saying see in a conversation right or, like, or watch or like things like that it's like listen like blind, right. people, oh, yeah. blind people everywhere like say You're like it's that. not like, like saying the, the n-word or something right exactly <laughs> like, yeah relax uh, no, dude R-word actually um, <laughs> <laughs> no it's like it's really it's not that like i mean like we say it because that's the vernacular like right you know, like oh, i'll see you later like people won't do like people will go like oh see oh my you know, god like, like it's, it's like, no like it's okay like i'm not like i'm yeah. not gonna burst out in tears because i'm not doing the right. vision thing is good yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know and i also not you gonna son of a bitch. yeah and i'm also not gonna make fun of you for doing that because i'm a better comedian than that, right right you know? and so like and that's that's probably the other thing is people will go on like the other side of that is because man if you come over to me and like and say, oh, I bet you didn't see that one coming. Like, don't expect me to laugh. You yeah. Know? Like, right. I, like, yeah. It's been a long time I've been doing this. Right. <laughs> You're not the first person to think it. I mean, gosh, it was like what? It was like this. It was like Friday someone said that to me. <laughs> you know, that like it just met me. And it's like, it's cool, you know? Right. But, like, man. And that's the other thing is like people like feel, people do like feel very uncomfortable about it. So mm. on the other side of like joking about my disability, it's all that they can focus on. Yeah. You know? And like, and that's like all fine. Like I'm not, it's like, I'm not going to go home and cry about it, but like, I'm eventually going to be like, Hey, quit. <laughs> <You know? Right. laughs> like we like, let's have a legitimate conversation past the fact that I have this. Disability. Oh, for sure. And I think that was one of the really cool things about like when you first started doing comedy, you jumped right into like addressing it, you yeah. know, and it made everyone else so comfortable that you would just kind of go up there and talk about it in a way that was like both informative, but also entertaining to people, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and that was really cool. It helped everybody in the room become at ease with it, you mm -hmm. know, which is. Not that people should have to like you know become at ease with you because yeah. you're like I'm already not at ease with it right. <laughs> you know right. so you yeah. should be at ease with it because yeah. I am yeah. so right. yeah right no it, it, it's true I mean it really is I mean, so I, I mean have you ever had somebody break up with you because you're blind or you know like in the early stages I've of dating yeah definitely just like um definitely just like on the initial it never like someone that i was like dating dating that i was just like oh this is just too much for me you know right, yeah. Like, yeah because they usually if we're at that point then i mean they they like yeah i'm i'm gonna be pretty pretty like upfront with you about like this is the situation you know yeah is, i'm not always going to be able to um to see and, and you know things like that yeah um and it's just getting to the point now just because i do have a progressive disorder that you know when I was a little bit younger um it wasn't affecting me quite as much but you know sure. as I do get older it definitely is becoming more and more a part of the playing field yeah um and so I've, I've never had that but definitely it's definitely a, a turn off definitely like a you know that it's just I, I've been kept at arm's length talking to like some girl whereas I feel I'd like to think that I would have had a shot in right a yeah you know? um but it definitely it's so I've never had anyone where it was just like um where it was just like uh you know, no, like we've been talking for a while. She's like, oh, it's just you're disabled. You know, oh, right. like, yeah. here's the thing is that like usually um, people, and if that is the case a lot, they're not going to dictate it. Yeah. And, you know. you know, generally the more someone gets to know you, the more comfortable, obviously, right. they would arguably probably right. become It'll usually more. be in, the first, that in that first conversation that they're just like, okay, bye, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Um, where it's just too much. It definitely I wonder why. I, I, I don't understand that, though, because, I mean, 
as a woman, yeah. now you don't have to put on as much makeup. Right. You don't have to get as dressed up. That's what Abby says. Yeah. I mean, like, like... Abby very rarely is And Abby <laughs> is super attractive, too. Yeah, that's like, what I understand. Yes, I was Abby like, well done, pretty son. Pretty well yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. Abby, yeah. You Abby. have my blessing. <laughs> yeah. That's what... That, I, I can't tell you how many people... There was this one guy... Oh, my gosh. I was at an open mic um, a few weeks ago. One of the other comics... Um, walked over to me he's like uh he's like dude your girlfriend is really hot he's like <laughs> he's like uh what a waste you know? what? Oh, shit. <laughs> what? Like, you're like i mean that's a fair no, point no. I mean. no. you're like that's like a joke i'd be allowed to make but yeah, I think it's just hilarious. You know, but like it's like that kind of. And stuff. also, you yeah, cool and you're like, yeah, baby, I really love you for what's inside. What's inside? You just right. happen yeah. to be hot. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like all the perks of like having her on my arm. Right, right. Stuff. But like, and then the other thing that I feel like is like a really big thing is, but I feel like it's anyone. It's like I do feel inadequate a lot of times. You know, I mean, it definitely Aww. comes to like, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I. I like like of course like not being able to and especially like going up um and the, the reality of it, it changes it a lot because I I have to have someone with me if I'm going to go hit on someone because I can't pick a girl out in a club right right or I mean, if even, you even want to get to the second floor of the quality in in right right <laughs> where the fucking elevator is broken right. <laughs> I don't know the layout of a if I don't know the layout of somewhere yeah. like, you know I'm not going to be able to find my way around you and wouldn't so, want like, to see this roach motel anyway <laughs> <laughs> right and so like it, it just kind of cuts me off from the world is because like we live in a society to today where it's not as not as um uh not as it, people don't just walk up to each other and start talking right like I, I yeah. oh absolutely yeah and so and so girls aren't gonna come over and engage me and i just have no way of being able to be like hey you know like you know being able to like see a girl right yeah. see a girl from across the room right, and be able to walk think up she's to like, hot hey, i want to go talk to her going? you know because yeah. if that's the case and that's a huge problem that i struggle and that's a big thing that i struggle with in high school just like even in like the cafeteria of like your being, buddies were just assholes they're like yeah that girl's hot go for it just yeah. so they can save all the key ones for themselves <laughs> just like not even as much that but like walk to a cafeteria and be able to be like oh like i know that person to go like sit by yeah them, like, see someone to be like oh like i'm interested in going over and for talking sure to yeah so how did um, you and abby be Actually, me and Abby did meet at a club. Um, one of my buddies that I was with was like, "That girl in the striped shirt is gorgeous." I was like, "Let's go talk to her." Like, yeah, yeah. Let's go talk. You're to like, her. please, my actually, man, let me have one. This actually, <laughs> I was <laughs> the way me and Abby met. That's hilarious. That um, <laughs> um, I was trying to wingman him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i was like no this is my buddy you know this is my buddy blank um and so i'm not gonna put him out there you're like uh, she will probably listen to yeah, this and i don't yeah. need her to know who no she no she totally knows who this okay. is but she was like i mean even abby has said like after this point like yeah he that dude never had a shot yeah <laughs> yeah abby um because i was the reason we, we, Abby had already seen me in the club. Um, yeah, because you know me and my me and my buddies that I was we all dance. You're and out so, there like, dancing, we were in the just middle of like a dance, work. Work, just crushing it, you know, right. and like. Um, and Abby saw me and was like, ooh, I want to talk to that guy right. with the surfer. She was like, looking at look um, Channing Tatum circus step up <laughs> <yeah>. over there. <laughs> right. And so she like already had like seen me. Yeah. You know? And so I like walked over and I was like, because I, you know, I had my buddy um, bring me over and I was talking to her and I was like, you know, I was like, this is my buddy Spencer. You know, and I think they like two stepped or whatever. Um, 
you know, like, you know, around like, the I don't know, I like, can see it. Snapchat, you know, right. <laughs> and like, this is my understanding of what happened, right. And then, uh, you know, the, the it was at Whiskey. And, uh, oh, it, it was at Whiskey yeah. in Fayetteville. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was at Whiskey. And so they do this, like, they switch between country music and like, and, like hip hop yeah. music. And so like, they were doing like country. And so like her and spent, her, her and the guy, that, <laughs> her and the guy that, um, uh, you already that, busted out yeah, his name right, a second I ago. <laughs> Spencer's his name. He doesn't care. Brian can um, edit that right, out. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, whatever. I was going to break it eventually. And so he, they like two stepped around and then like real music kicked back on. We yeah. were like, all dancing. Um, <laughs> and you know, I'm uh, in the club and if I don't have like my, one of my buddies with me, you know, I just assume they're off with girls. And yeah. so I'm not going to interrupt. Yeah. Um, and like when I'm on the dance floor, girls can't tell that I can't see. That's so cool, um, though. Right. Like it's like the level of the so, playing field. Yeah. Right. And so like I'm just like just grinding with whatever girls <laughs> like, <laughs> nearby, you know. And like you do, like you can do like a quick check to yeah, like make sure yeah. it is a girl, you know. Yeah. Um. And so I was just dancing, and like I ended up, I ended up dancing with this one girl. She's just a baddie, you know. I was yeah. like, oh man, we were just getting down, That's and like, awesome. and like it was like, and we we finally, you know, we got it. You know, the music switched back. We kind of got off the dance floor. I was like, hey girl, you know what's your name? And she's like, oh no, this is this is Abby. I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, no. Like, I felt so terrible because Spencer had been, like, all about this. Right. I was like, I got to find my friend. (laughs) Uh, She took me over to him. I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. He's like, dude, I literally, it's, like, literally totally fine. And so, like, a couple days later, I was like, hey, man, do you saw that Abby girl Snapchat? (laughs) And he was like, yeah, dude, I'm not even talking to her. I was like, great, I'll take that. (laughs) So, like, we just started talking. Would you mind? Yeah, ended up, uh, we've been dating probably, like, four-ish months now. Yeah, for nice. sure, yeah. It's been super cool. You know, I was it's up there so in great. Northwest Arkansas for like two weeks last week and, um, um, man, I wish we could have linked up then. I know, but I was Chicago. on the road trip from hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure that was just crazy. I, but I, I mean, was like, I came back like frazzled hair, Lord of the Flies, just like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, yeah. get me home, yeah. <laughs> please. Yeah, so I mean, so. but I mean, it's still coming back around like full circle. I mean, like, like yeah I do like there's certain like things that are I do have shortcomings when it comes yeah. to dating like that's just the reality I'm not gonna be able to come pick you up and like you right. know and go like I can't drive and you know and so there's little things like that but like you know like you talked about I mean I feel like I'm trying to I, I feel like I am enough of an individual to be like hey this is like this is worth it you know and I think and you it know is what and realistically way. yeah like there's so many different, we all have shortcomings like you know? truthfully I know we joked about it before but like Abby knows that you're in it for her as a person because you can't see her every day. It's not just because she's hot arm candy. Like she knows you like her because you love who she is as a person and not because she's super hot. And you know, that's a kind of really cool thing about your situation is that, you know, there's so many bright sides to it too, you know? And, and I think some of those things too can kind of bring you closer together because you know, women like to feel needed too. Yeah. And you know oh, what? I think that, you know, that the fact that she sometimes gets to help you yeah. is a cool it. thing, she you know? Does. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I, oh, women are oh, nurturers. They yeah, want to they, feel needed. True. I you totally know? wish that Abby was here because I, that, oh yeah. man, she, I feel like she would have so much to say about it because she has talked about that kind of thing of just being like, 
oh my gosh, like, you know, like she, like Abby does research in her spare time of like, you know, trying to get a better job of understanding because an eye disorder, you know, blindness is, is a lot of levels. And, oh, and, yeah. I, and on my progression of losing my vision and her trying to help to, you know, to understand where I'm at. Right. Um, you know, she asks me questions, which I'm great with answering. You know, I mean, I, you, it, it, there's nothing. And that's another thing about dating with a disability is like when they're, when you're talking to someone with a disability, like it's great to ask questions. We would prefer that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. There's not gonna be a time where we're like, Oh, like, could you just quit? You know, like yeah. we want you to understand. We want yeah. to bridge that gap. It's going to make your life easier and yes. your life easier. It yeah. Totally and the more is. you do understand, the more, you know, the, at ease that everyone's going to be right. and the more natural things go. Like I, you know, I was telling a story at the beginning of the show where I actually dated a guy for about a year and a half who was deaf. Yeah. And yeah, it was like, you know, I was talking about how none of the problems in the relationship at the end had anything to do with the disability. Right. With the fact that he's in deaf, fact, right. if anything, the fact that he couldn't hear my fat yap all the time <laughs> was helped. probably helpful, probably you know? Helped, yeah. And, and the things that, you know, and that was just it is like, sometimes it was nice that we just had quiet time. Yeah. <laughs> and like, right, you know, like, yeah. things like there were things about it that were actually quite lovely, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so, Abby would say the same thing where yeah. it's just like, where she's like, I think she's been super quick because Abby, um, I hope she doesn't mind. She, Abby can be very self-conscious in a lot of ways because she's got her own things that she deals with. As and far everybody as like, does, I think. Right, of course. Um, you know, just sort of, you know, some sort of like anxiety sort of things mm -hmm. that, you know, she struggles with. Yeah. Um, just about, you know, being able to like kind of kind of be comfortable with someone. And we just said um, that the first article we were talking about said it was talking to people who to talking to able bodied people. Yes. The one you heard was talking to disabled people. But yeah. the first one, they were like, um, we're all disabled in some sort of yeah. way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because yours is more visually apparent because yes. of the way that you have to navigate the universe mm -hmm. than someone who's struggling with depression or yeah. anxiety yeah. or any number mm -hmm. of different things. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if my yeah. frigid bitch syndrome right. is like a disability. <laughs> right. but, sure. um, but you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. So we all have something that, that we have to give a little yeah. bit on with our partner. Yeah. You know, no, it, it, that, and that's true. That's true. And I mean, it, it really is something, you know, and Abby won't mind me saying this because yeah. she's very forward about herself. You know, she does struggle with that, you know, anxiety and it's best friend depression, you know, yep. do, kind of, do tend to kind of go hand in hand. And she, mm -hmm. um, in, in social situations, that's extremely difficult. Um, and I think that initially it was, um, she was very um, kind of walking on pins and needles a little bit, just like a lot of people yeah. are with, you know, how to, how to treat me. But I mean, once we kind of, you know, Breed, like bridge that gap I mm -hmm. think that it um uh, I think that she was able to really like relate with me in a sense on a lot of ways of dealing with a disability on a day-to-day -day basis For even sure. if it's not something that walking around people are like oh you know that's very apparent that they have that for sure dealing with that and you know and what so, like with you yours is something that I would imagine at some point you just get used to it being the way that your life is right but anxiety and depression and things like that it's you can't it's just get struggle. used to that no. yeah it's not something you can just get used to and learn how to navigate yeah. you have to you know like be mm -hmm. treated for it yeah like on a regular yeah. basis and that's the and way that i am with abby and i feel like i'm i feel like abby understands where i am as with my disability so much more than i understand where she is with hers for sure and not out of lack of trying i just have a whole lot of trouble it's, wrapping my yep. head around because it's nothing I've ever struggled. Oh, yep, yeah. You know, I, uh, people are so quick to say like I have depression or whatever. Like I've been sad, 
but yeah. I've never been depressed. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's interesting because you almost it's almost you'd be almost hard pressed to find someone who doesn't hasn't struggled with one or the other or both. Yeah, and I just I never have. But I, me neither. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. know what it is. It's so fortunate. I mean, I and because the people that have described it to me, I'm like, oh my, oh my gosh, yeah, you know, it, that's because the suck. way Abby describes it, um, and I, I feel like I don't, I hate to put words in her mouth, but I, I remember it very because I ask regularly because I want to understand yeah. in the same way that I want her to be able to sure. ask questions of me and to help to you know and make and make our each other and our relationship stronger. Yeah. Um, where where she'll just describe it as depression in a sense is like I'm always it's always gonna take so much more for me like a like my baseline of like of like you're just normal day you're like you're having a very like regular day is just so much lower for her you know oh, and like wow. trying to get up to my zero of where it's just like yeah. just to kind of start the day is so difficult wow and like just in and that's like in like trying to wrap my head around that is just mind-boggling yeah totally because you know and we kind of talked about this before with other things where like your brain like mental um mental illness you know there's nothing wrong with saying it in that way is that it your brain is the most important part of your body and it runs everything mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. and if that's not working properly just like if you have a broken leg yeah. or any other thing you know like it has to be treated and you know because otherwise nothing else in your body is going to work properly yeah. and so yeah i mean that has to be probably arguably one of the most difficult disabilities to deal with yeah. because it's difficult to understand for people who don't it have is. it and it's so internal not everybody can see it right everybody can see that you're blind and right. know and and understand right. that we're going to have to navigate the universe they, right. around you a little right. bit and be helpful and understanding right. but someone who's dealing with that internal no right. one knows you're dealing it's with tough. it yeah and so yeah i yeah. mean that's no there's definitely and, and so i mean with that uh, yeah it's just a certain level of understanding that you have to reach and i'm i'm still struggling to kind of get there with like for sure trying, yeah you know and trying to be able to because i, I want to be there in the same way and be able to um you know and abby for the first time like uh over um over christmas when i was up there in northwest arkansas because you know i was able to just spend so much time with her which was awesome yeah um uh had an anxiety attack oh. um which is just so Diff- I mean, and like, and it took me probably, it took me probably twenty minutes to realize what was going on. Because yeah. I mean, we were, because we were in bed, and I was trying to like, and I, you know, I was like going to see. You can't see any physical cry. signs. Right, and I just of heard it, her yeah. crying, and I was like, I was like, oh man. You know, I didn't. I was like, what, what's wrong? Like, uh, like yeah. everything's been fine. I was like, you're like, shit. What did I do? Yeah, I was like, what did I do? <laughs> did know? she check my internet search history? <laughs> <laughs> did she watch those? Did she see the videos? I was yeah, I'm watching. I've been watching ASMR porn and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um no she just like um and i mean for just for whatever reason i just like it just felt like it would like felt like everything was caving in Aww. you know and just like and i you know i mean i you know we, and we and once i was aware of like what well, but i mean she was in a place where like um when someone's having an anxiety attack it's for it's tough for them to be able to tell someone right that they're having an anxiety yeah. attack, yeah. which was difficult for me because i'm that one of the big skills that I've had to learn is advocacy and mm-hmm. being able to be like, hey, listen, if there's something that I'm need a little bit of assistance on, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, that's one of the and because there's be not a stigma associated with your blindness right. because it's it's not your fault and everyone knows that, right? There's nothing that you did to cause that, but it's the no. same thing with mental illness. It is. There's nothing she did to cause that, no. but for some reason, there's like a it just snap. It's like well, and for some reason, society, you know, I think people are getting better about it, but yeah. I feel like. 
previously there was always something associated with right. yourself and right. there's something wrong with you right. yeah you know with that which obviously there isn't you right. know like i said her disability is no exactly. more her fault than yours is yep. but i think the way that society views hers is different which yeah. is why it's people tend to want to hide it more yeah. you know yeah, true. and it's unfortunate you know because it, it's you're already having to hide it because it's not visible to yeah. anybody yeah no it's true and i'm just trying to you know and so, and so i'm just trying to right exactly it's all of those things it really is yeah. i mean in, in fact i mean and she's still i mean having people to understand i mean i feel ignorant a lot of times as to, as to what she's dealing with um yeah. Just because it's so tough to wrap my head around, you know, I'm trying, I'm yeah. really trying, you know, but it's, um, it's crazy. There's so many levels to what everyone has going on. And yeah. I mean, it's just, it, I think what it really boils down to is just communication. Cause yeah. I, yeah. anyone with a disability, there's that C word that, shut up, Brian. <laughs> I was just going to look at you and be like, don't say it. <laughs> I hate the word communication. <laughs> Do you really? Because, uh, well, I don't like to talk about my feelings ever. Like yeah. I am a frigid bitch and I yeah. just like, I'm like, I don't have feelings. Yeah. And Brian's always like, maybe if you had just communicated. It's true. Because I'm on the other side of the room. But All I right. mean, it's true. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I mean, the better that I can and dating Abby, because she's probably been the most um the most vocal of any girl that I've ever dated as far as like um asking questions. Yeah. Um, and in in a kind of way that's really different than other people have ever asked yeah. them before. Um, has really forced me to like try to put it into words my experience um, just to help her yeah so speaking of communication and this is a question I have for you um, in terms of you know your degenerative disease is mm -hmm. will you get to the point like right now I know like people will be like oh you're texting him yeah he can still see but he has to blow up yeah. the right. you have to yeah. blow up the yeah. font size so large it's, it's ridiculous but yeah. will you ever get to the point where you won't even be able to do that or do you are you not sure um, so I mean so th here's the thing is that like and, and th this comes with like you guys just not being in, in the world of it all but I mean blind people can still text whether I mean yeah I I I, I know how to text with my eyes closed. There's certain mm -hmm. settings and things that you can sure, do. Sure, yeah, There's that's true. There's technology that you can use and then also adaptation within um, an iPhone and, and just a million other things. And that's what I that's what I do my work in. I work in assistive yeah. technology here in Little Rock. Yeah. Um, to pay Which the is bills. so cool, by the um, way. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I mean, like, you're doing something so meaningful with your life to help it's other cool. people yeah. with it. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I instruct um, blinder, blind adults at World Services for the Blind on how to use it all and stuff. And then I also run a DHS program. So, I mean, that's um, for uh, sending out assistive technology to blind and visually impaired high school kids. Um, so yeah, there's a point where I won't be able to read text anymore, but, yeah. but I can also, I can also adapt, um, the way that, sure. um, the way that I do that, um, there's ways to do it w eyes closed, you know? So like, I'll, yeah. there will never be a point where it's like, Oh, can't text anymore. And it you can know? read it to you, you know, like yep. different things you like that. Yeah. They, yep. So there's, um, and, and that's what it is, is voiceover. Is and that's main, cool. That yeah. technology is very exactly. cool in that right. sense. And, and I mean, I can even use a, I, I mean, even now, I mean, with the amount of vision I have, it's not productive for me to use a computer um, with my vision. Yeah. Um, just because of how poor my vision is. And so I use a computer 100% um, using the keyboard. I don't use a mouse at all. Yeah. Um, and then I use, and then I just use my ears. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't look at the screen at but all. But if you think about it, like when I'm sitting there typing, I'm not looking down. I right. know where those yeah. keys exactly. are. Exactly. Right. You know? But I mean, even navigation, I mean, using yeah. JAWS, which is what the, the main, the main voice reading software that you use on computers and stuff. No, yeah. it's all, it's all accessible in a lot of ways. The world it's really today, cool. I mean, I, there's a, there's a, there's a 
a, a guy, I can't even remember who said it, but it was a, a blind dude, and he he basically said, there's not another time in history that's better to be a blind individual. Oh, absolutely, I mean, yeah. it just really, just because of all, and it's so true, because yep. I mean, the world is more accessible than it's ever it's been ever before, been, yep. for everyone, not to mention just the disabled. For sure, true. yeah. So, I mean, it's, um, it, it's all very accessible. I can... Um, I mean, whereas a hundred years ago, I would have been institutionalized for right. my, right, yeah, yeah. Um, for my disability. That's so true um, and yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, it's the, just the reality of it, and people wow. don't even think about it. Yeah. And right, and so I mean, that's just the re. I mean, whenever there's a lot of other things that are at the forefront today in society, as far as this is a problem that this is the way it was one hundred years ago. Right. But I mean, people so rarely think about. Um, Think about what it was like for a disabled person 100 years, 200 years ago. Right. I mean, I was just, you know, on, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm stuck at home all day, yeah. and so many people are still stuck in that mindset. But I mean, the reality of it is, is I'm a, I'm, I'm a more, I, I firmly believe that I'm a more effective individual than the vast majority of you are the way American more effective population. than me. Yeah, for sure. You wake up at what? I remember one time you told me you wake up at what? I time wake up at like four thirty in the morning. Right. And like I Which work is out. Disgusting. And then, <laughs> and then, yeah. And then he works out. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't do any of those things. Like I gotta be at work at nine. I'm yeah. hit, I'm it's, hitting that snooze <laughs> till about eight forty five, yeah. and then. Rolling my ass on over to work, which it's is like a hundred years away. But it, that's just it. Is like I'm like you're way more productive as an individual <laughs> than I am. Like, yeah, for sure. I, I work hard at it. You know, you have a meaningful a, job uh, that you care yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, I do none pain. of those things. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's true. I'm, but I've worked hard to to be able. To, it's not easy. You know, there's yep. like so many things in my daily life. You know, my my commute of being able. To, I mean, I I slave at the comedy thing. I absolutely yeah. love that. Um, and I really do. I dancing is another thing. I mean, yeah, Beth. I mean, in like in the sense that like I'm not just like a good dancer. Like I practice reg on a uh, for hours absolutely. on a daily basis. Yep. You yeah, know, to be a good dancer because I absolutely love it. Mm. Um, uh, and then comedy as well is like you know I I slave out of just like writing and then but also oh, yeah. I'm going out and hitting open. And you mics do slay. And, um, you yeah, do slay. absolutely. Yeah, you're I so good it. for sure. Thank you. You know. So, so just kind of wrap this up. Do you yeah, have yeah. any? Um, Speaking of comedy, do you have anything that you want to? Well, real quick, do you, do you yes. have any tips for people who may have a disability, or tips for people who um, might want to date somebody with a disability? Do you yeah. Have, I mean, yeah, you talked tips. about the communication. You talked about. Know. Yeah, uh, I think that's the big one. It's just, um, I, I mean, be and, and another tip that that, that this uh, that Amen, I believe was mm -hmm. what you said his name was was um confidences. Confidence is yeah. key, you know. I mean, you just have to be assured and like, listen, this is this is who I am. Like this sure. is yeah. this is the reality of the situation. I mean, I'm I'm comfortable with it, so you should be too. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Yeah, you know, and just being able to walk up and and be able to to assert yourself and be comfortable in this, you know, or or, or at least try to fake it a little bit because yeah. it's not always easy. I mean, but you know, and ev uh, and everyone's nervous in a dating everyone's arena. Nervous. You know, so, everyone yeah. everyone's nervous. There's never gonna be like a, a time where you're like, I am completely comfortable with who I am. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, and that's not just for someone that's disabled. That's something that able-bodied yeah. people have to overcome. On I'm just a piece of shit human being. So I'm like, oh, I hope they don't find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's that aspect too. Just cross, you know? their, cross my fingers and send a little prayer. Out, yeah, so I think that's the big thing. It's yeah. just um, okay. being able to be confident in, in who you are um, as a disabled person and then just like and just owning it, knowing what you bring to the table just because you have a oh, disability yeah. does not mean that you are not a worthwhile person for someone to. And I think Abby would hopefully say that. Same yes, she would. Yes, um, she that, would. you know, that someone uh, that someone, even though they're struggling with the serious physical disability, there's so many other things that I feel like or at least she's 
that that I bring to the table that other guys you know wouldn't necessarily be able to. Definitely not know? dance moves like that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> right. You know, and so I mean, I don't know. It's um. Yeah. But uh, just so, yeah. know what you bring to the table right. anyway, which is like anybody in yes, being, you know, exactly. know what you bring to the table yes. and be confident about it and yeah. and send that message yeah. out. So, I like 100%. it. I like That's that a cool. lot. It's That's doable. Cool. But yeah. But yeah, if we are talking about plugging things, if there's yes. anyone in the Go central Arkansas area um, next uh, January 18th at Hibernia Irish Tavern here in um here in Little Rock, I'm going to be hosting the uh, Shamrock Showcase. Nice. Um, that's super cool. Yeah, and there's going to be some Memphis guys on that, some really talented Little Rock guys. And um, it's the first, um, it was a showcase that Hibernia was doing. Um, a few, uh, um, they've, they've done it. Uh, they, it, I think it was, the, pr- the last one was several months ago to a year. So they're just bringing it back. I'm on the first one. I'm hosting it. Nice. Um, yeah, it's super cool. And uh, the guy putting it together, Paul Hodge, is a super awesome uh, comedian friend of mine. Um, and he just uh, does great work and uh, super excited to be on that. That's probably the most, the more recent thing. Um, if you're looking to come out to open mics, um, there's an open mic. Uh, there's all, an open mic most days during the week um, here in Little Rock. Nice. Come, come check it out. You know, we love having an audience to test some jokes out on. Definitely. But, uh, and you won't be disappointed because he's so funny. Oh, thank you, Beth. <laughs> and Beth as well. Yeah. I, I don't know when this is coming out, but Beth, uh, Beth's performing on the You Look Like down Tonight, here in Little Rock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At, at Hibernia Irish yeah. Town. Um, so yep. I mean, that's actually why we have awesome. to wrap this up because I have feelings to hurt. But yes, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So I mean, yeah, that, that's um, that's most everything that I think yeah. I had to say. Thank you guys so cool. much for having me on no, the show. No, thank you for Can coming. Can everybody that's... follow you? On... That was yeah. the other thing yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. Um, yeah, follow me on Facebook. It's Zane Love Lady. It's spelled exactly like it sounds. It's um Z A N E, and then Love Lady is L O V E L A D Y. And if you didn't um, know how to spell that already, go to school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, Zane Lovelady. That's my Facebook, um, Instagram. I'm Zane dot Lovelady, all spelled normal, no caps or anything. Um, and then Twitter. Go follow me on Twitter because I'm hilarious. So, uh. um, Lovelady Zane is my Twitter handle. Lovelady Zane. Zane. So right. I mean, uh, yeah, Lovelady and Zane is capitalized, but I don't think that matters on yeah, Twitter. So know. I mean. Um, and I think that's all of my, yeah, that's all of cool. my shameless cool. plugs. So awesome. thank you guys so much. Appreciate hey, it. Thank oh, you so coming. much for coming out tonight. We really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I look forward to having you there to cheer me on to victory. Yes, today. ma'am. <laughs> crush him, Beth. Crush him. Yeah, it'll be fun. So do we have any shout outs? We already did shout outs at the beginning, remember? All right, cool. But we got uh, Let's talk about our. Um, oh, the, the event on the 27th. Yeah. Don't forget January to come 27th. out to Black Apple Crossing to the live mm. Frank and Beans recording. We're doing the dating game. Yes. Beth I is. have three lovely bachelorettes for Brian. And I have three amazing bachelors for Beth. And <laughs> newsflash. <gasps> There'll be prizes now. Now we have prizes. Brian secured a shitload of prizes. I was so proud of him. You guys, there's going to be gift cards galore. So you are going to want to come to this free ass show. Plus, we've got koozies. We've got magnets. Yeah, we've got stickers. We've got swag now. Yeah, so I think... Um, yeah, we're definitely at the show. We're going to be asking for the audience participation um, to write us questions that we're going to ask on stage. If we use your question, we'll give you a little prize pack. Yeah, it's going to be great. You said it's like a free it. show? Yeah. yeah. That's super. And also, Black Apple has some awesome ciders. Yes, so they yes. do. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great venue. It's such a good venue. It's it's such a good venue. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yeah, awesome. me too. It's gonna, I'm jazzed. So, so definitely come out to that on the 27th. And uh, oh, also Friday the 25th. I will be hosting at the Grove, and it's going to be a very stellar mm. performer oh, who's yeah. been on SNL and Mag TV. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that. So. Also, have we ever told 
have we ever said it on the podcast that we have a website now? We did already. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Um, fnbpodcast.com. Yeah. Go visit Just like it. the Gmail. Yeah. Or get on our Gmail at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Cool. So saying we, we end the show with saying, take care of your little Franks and Beanies. So if, if, the, the honor is yours. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I am so honored. Let me, let me, yes, most definitely. You know, take care, you little Franks and Beanies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.